welcome to the newest edition of Raw and Filtered with the Punked Heads. This is Sunny. This is Lovey. You go first, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Gary. Quite honestly, I don't even know what to say for this one. Everything happened so quickly, and I don't think I've processed this yet, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, you know, man. The guest that it's we so have today, up. I feel like anything and everything I say about him falls short of his true greatness and what he has meant to the Punjabi music industry and especially the UK scene. He is your favorite producer's favorite producer. <laughs> he is a true historian and a teacher of Punjabi folk and hip hop. Let's not forget that. Um, he has given us hit albums after hit albums. And I mean, Word is Born, Represent, Raz Folk, Gapuru Punjab Dab with JK, Back to Basics with Dilji. And most recently, he did the music for Karan Ajla's BTFU. Now, although we wish that he released music every week, <laughs> but <laughs> whenever he does, he damns make sure you listen to it for the rest of your lives. Yeah. And we kind of probably mention him at least once every episode. <laughs> and, you know, he probably thinks we're a bunch of suck ups to him. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's probably because, you know, that's because of our admiration and appreciation for his music and craft. So without further ado, let's welcome the perfectionist, mm. the legend himself, Mr. Chusko. Let's go! Oh, oh. Hello, guys. Yeah, finally did it. How are you guys doing? Good, yeah, good. good. How are you, man? How are you, buddy? I'm uh, I'm really good, man. I mean, uh, for a start, I just want to start by saying, like, you know, only only find out about you guys really recently. Like, you know, what, like um, somebody, uh, another producer, actually mentioned your guys' podcast about the episode you did on um, on the Garden's album BTFU, and um, I'm like, oh, and he's like, you should hear it. You know, they did a reaction podcast to the whole album, like live like, you know, <laughs> and he and i was like okay and he's like you should hear it and i was like well he's telling me to hear it okay let's hear it then and um you know and i was just like okay i thought it was pretty cool i mean you guys did get a few inaccuracies which which we'll go through but i was like you know and then i, I really liked that and I, I messaged the i found your instagram account and i noticed you guys haven't been on there for ages yeah, yeah. Uh, we never posted anything, and then uh, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like these guys probably won't even know that I'm messaging them. But, but then you you kind of find it like a, what a few days later. Yeah, we fucked up. Yo, the, <laughs> yo, the yeah, story yeah, behind yeah. that. Um, we saw that message, and it was a week after. It was a week yeah, after, yeah. and I told my brother Ladi, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, Trusco messaged us, and you didn't see this." <laughs> yo. Uh, before we get into it. I'm gonna start off with an easy question for you, man. Um, we're all growing up. Um, when's JK's album coming, man? <laughs> man, you know, if I could if I could tell you what's been going on, it's it's just so long, so much to explain, but I'm so slow and I've had these other albums getting in the way. And that's why his was never coming out because I actually had most of his album made mm -hmm. in like 2014. Holy oh, shit. Wow. wow. And 15, 15. Damn. And then we just, the gap was getting so long. Pop the Jack Down there was 2013. 
then really like I should have had his album done about the shock Prince one going on and all sorts yeah, of yeah. stuff was going on and he just kept getting then he was like you know he's moving house and then I'm well, I'm moving house and and then, and then he's having kids and I'm having our little one and all this and and, it, and so then it was like you know what maybe we should start putting songs out from the album instead so yeah, yeah. so we put we put did I yeah so all these songs Baggy did I yard was from his album pump pump the music is from his album shindeli tape is from his album uh, man if i was released as an album that would have been crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on the mic on the mic yeah, released yeah. last year that's from his album these are this is the jk album you're not hearing it yeah. but but look how old i made those songs then yeah and for so, us they still sound yeah they sound fresh, fresh i mean that's with everything and, that you've done so far yeah, and, I mean, like, and more you... and more of those are going to come yet yeah. and then it's okay. like fuck it's like it's just it's like I ruined the album and you know and one of the reasons why it happened one I thought we need to get content out but if you if you remember in 2015 all those india guys they kept putting out so many singles ranjit baba ami varga daljeet obviously uh, jasmine sandalis gurudev dawa and all these guys are putting out singles then I was like maybe we're going to have to put singles out as well because it's like while we're not putting nothing out with kind of people's yeah. attention spans getting shorter so that there's so many issues like that but now uh I I and I've got like three albums I need to get out of the way which mm-hmm. I think I might get two two finally completed before Christmas please yep <laughs> and then Christmas. and then after after the third one which I which I will try and complete before the summer time because I've got half of that done as well I've been really busy so then we mean cuz somebody actually called me yesterday a company a label saying we want the JK album but that there is no JK album but now there might have to be a JK album yeah, after right. yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe i have to call the label tomorrow and maybe we can get that done next year start working on it next year bro ever since there's like a little clip on a british award show or some shit yeah 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 and i know the song yeah, yeah. was from the album that's yeah, from his yeah. album yeah that yeah. was from this this is all anything you hear is from JK's album Man. from that's that's what's been happening on fire <laughs> Yeah, no, we've been waiting like six years for that track to come out. We're like, maybe the next thing is going to be that track. You know? That's why you know the Bobby song, yeah? yeah. That 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 Bobby song was supposed to be his Bobby song for the weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you get it? It wasn't supposed to be a single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had all these different songs. I mean, there's there's other songs that have some wicked ones we haven't put out. Yeah. And it was like the Bobby one was like, let me, I need this one for the like, you know, the Bobbyan or the family. and then it was like fucking the video got shot and then it was just like oh must get that out as well like that yeah. that wasn't supposed to come out like the way it did yeah it, it's part of his album it was an album song yeah right yeah sorry so yeah yeah so that leads you me to my question about like your process man cuz it seems like you're like a perfectionist you're like the doctor dre of like punjabi music so like <laughs> How does it go for you Thank when you're producing and like how do you manage timelines and shit like that? The the thing is uh, being a doctor dread I don't know about anything like that but you know like being a perfectionist uh, I, that's not something I um I take pride in in calling myself because I think it's I think it's been a negative thing for me because unfortunately I am a perfectionist and that's just caused so many issues for me. it's just made caused all these delays you know it's yeah. caused 
it's caused so much lack of content. Right. So being a perfectionist is more, I think it's been more of a curse for me. But then the albums that I've made, people are telling me like they're like they're the best albums. Yeah. They're in their like top 10s and 20s exactly. of all time. Exactly. I, get, I get that so much. And that is like priceless when someone says that to you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends you, on what you've you got to understand. They've yeah. got access to all the Punjabi music in the whole world exactly. of all these thousands of albums. And they're telling me that mine's in like the top 20. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like more than one of mine. I, I think that's just like, that's, that's not even normal. Right. Yeah, man. I think at least we said it. I think both word is born represent. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Those are the top game five. changers. Those are, yeah. That's top five. Changers. Those are literally, you know, the word is born is a game changer for sure. Yeah. You know, like I, 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 I've seen people have album uh make album lists their top 20s i've seen it online so many over the years and i've been seeing word is born in there by strangers i people i've never i don't know these people. <laughs> i've been seeing represent in there regularly i've been seeing jk's album in there i've been seeing back to basics i even seen a short prince's album in there yeah. by a couple mm. you know these lists and i'm like and then I, I, I was like yo that's like you have to be grateful that's like a blessing yeah yeah exactly it's, it's not just saying that you're cocky it's more that bro your quality of your music is that good yeah. it's actually good it's not like no, oh, i'm not being cocky I'm just, exactly i'm not yeah i'm not it's not being cocky I'm, this exactly. is stuff i've seen with my own eyes like yo yeah people are mentioning like strangers are saying that these albums are you know and then when i look at the list they have all these top albums and then they have these in there as well it's like fucking up i think we had we had that list too right we, yeah, we have like every century or like a every decade, decade, every decade yeah. list and yeah. 100%. Like, I think all of your albums are on that list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But I think, yeah. I think, look, without trying to, it's, it's not about, I'm not even trying, it's not about being confident. I'm just trying to be, a, be, be as real as I can. I, I'm saying it's amazing to, that people are saying these things about your work, but then it's been like a curse as well because, you know, that perfectionist thing. That is like, that's like almost on the verge of like, you know, like mental health shit, you know, like, yeah. like yeah. insanity, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's honestly, it's like, it ain't good, man. Because me as a human being, like, I've been told I'm not the easiest person to have conversations with. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we find it pretty easy right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty but, Maybe we're just like you. <laughs> but like, like you said that when, when people talk about how, how great your albums are right and you mentioned how like it sort of is uh it comes to that mental health thing right but um when you come out with the albums isn't it hard for you to um like top the the album that you have just dropped right like with that, that pressure well that's the biggest problem isn't it that that is the problem because it's like when we made word is born it's like oh we've got to we've got to come through and represent now you know and and this type of that kind of thing, that 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 is pressure. Oh, that's just a lot. It's a lot of pressure. I mean, I, I, when I did back to basics, that just that was just like ridiculously just blew up like stupidly. And then, so when I was doing, then I'm going back to like doing a raw album like Ashok Prince. I chose to do that on purpose. But like, I was like, oh, but people are going to compare this to back to basics. Yeah. Like that's like, I you know. You don't want to be getting compared to albums like that, you know. You know, it's, it's a lot of pressure, but you know what? It's pressure, but at the end of the day, that's just the way it is. Now, just shut up and just get on with it, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. In this world, there's so much music coming out. Like, if I just look at my Apple Music new music, I see at least 50 to 100 tracks, like, internationally, that are just catered for me. So imagine how many fucking tracks are just in general every single day. So for your music to stand out in that, that's a huge pressure. But, hey, you're doing it, and it's working. No, thank (laughs) you, man. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Obviously, getting older. The older you get, um, I mean, I'm, we've seen it from past producers. Yeah. You know, they, when they get to a certain age and things start got kind of going downhill. Yeah. So you know, to be to be making, you know, I was already getting to you know to that mature age when I was making JK's album and and uh, back to basics, Ashoks and, and Garden's album. So I was already at that. So to survive those kind of years and have results like that, it's kind of is unusual, you know, so I, I kind of feel like, you know, you've just got to keep your mind healthy and young, you know, and keep your body young as well. And you've just got to, you've got to, you've got to keep, uh, you, you've got to keep shot. Do you think that's one of the main motives of why you came up with Check One Records? So that before it was just you, right? Sort of making like the quality music. And now you have this label where all there's so many producers, writers, and and singers that are matching your energy. That's not actually that's not the real reason why I made Check One. Um, there was a number of reasons. One was some of these labels were pissing me off, and like you know, <laughs> like they were not re- respecting like you know, you know like desi folk orientated music is like it's not the it's not the popular genre it's not the genre that gets the big numbers yep. and labels yeah. always think that way and i was like fuck these bastards you know then i was, was thinking like that you know i'm just gonna like you know fuck these guys we'll just do it ourselves so there was a lot of that in there you know and then i was noticing about you know i was just thinking i wanted also for the uk it was a thing for i wanted to do where we've got a uk-based label where we're we're, we're, we're releasing like you know it's not supposed to be just a Desi label because I want to have all sorts on there eventually, like even instrumentals and all sorts of things are going to come on there. But, you know, right now it just ha- so happens that it's always been like that. This is kind of sound at the moment. But it was, for me, it was just like, we just want to do our own thing and let's see if we can just grow that into something and trying, you know, not having to follow what the rest of the market's doing. So that's a couple of the reasons why Check One got made. Yeah, but it's sick because you have like, Canadian guys, Signature Best, B, Balawan, those yeah. guys, killing See, it. And, and that was like an accident as well. Like, you know, it was just like, you know, I just want to put good music on the label. Yeah. That's what it was. And just trying, you know, like, in, like younger guys and for the future, people that were not, are not very known. Like SB wasn't known obviously then as well. And yeah. it was like, it was just like, you know, these guys make good music. I, if, I'll, I'll put them on my platform on my social media and and then let's get them out there and let's let's start some let's start something you know exactly that's yeah. what yeah and now we check one now and now we're working really hard to to like whatever we've done up to now it's like now i want to be like okay that's fine but now let's take it up a step a notch right um i don't know if you know um we also had prince on this uh, podcast yeah and you know we, we I, pitched him the idea like hey remember the the good old days where the, there used to be compilation albums. Why not? Check One Records puts out a, a compilation album with all the the talent and whatnot. That'd be crazy. Uh, we've spoke about that a lot on Check One, and it's like I'd only want to do that when, when, 
everyone gets to a certain level and they, and they've got a certain listenership then you know then it's, then there's a demand for it right you know because i don't want to put something like that out just for the sake of it i, I, I want I, if we do something like that i want it to get noticed to a yeah. certain degree at least so yeah eventually yeah but that is an idea we've thought about remember when like chigong do came out and everyone's commenting saying like oh i don't know if they had different expectations and they're like oh what's this what's that right there's a lot of i feel like there's a lot of mudslinging going on at that for sure time, right oh yeah there, there was yeah 100% absolutely there was um you know cuz that song i i i don't think that one should have gone uh first after we put the intro up but and i'm not saying that because of hindsight i felt mm-hmm. like that at the time and mm-hmm. uh, and then because garden wanted to put that out first as a single i was like okay so uh, you know like literally a few days before it, before i gave him the master i scrapped the whole song yeah. it was actually a reggae beat because oh, yeah, the reggae songs. beat like the, the reggae style baseline it's kind of i wanted the i wanted the reggae thing yeah because yeah. I, i always have it on my albums i wanted to have that element on btfu so that was that song but then i thought oh, as a single though i was like the first one as well i was like i kept trying this and trying that and then i just deleted it and literally in like after having that song for months and months that music yeah then i just scrapped it after months and then made a new song in two days which was so stupid it was like a hasty a hasty decision and we ended up ended up with that beat it, it was rushed I'll be honest it's, it's that is the reality and I just don't think it should have been the first single because obviously we knew what we made on the album but people didn't know what we had on the album yeah, yeah. so when they heard that song they were thinking I oh, was is that what the album's going to sound like I'm like I would never allow my album to sound like you know what I mean like no it sounded good <laughs> we thought it sounded, yeah, sounded sick yeah. yeah yeah but when I if if that Chuhondu song was part of the album as an album song you would mm. then, it's, then it's fine but I don't think after we it should have been the first song to introduce I think the second BTS single would have been like click that be clicking it yeah like that, that now been. personally I think we should have put the intro out like, like we did and then release the whole album and that's yeah. it mm-hmm. and then and and uh but the thing is I it was taking me time to complete it and Garden was wanted to get stuff out mm-hmm. so that's why it happened that way so so it I, I'm glad that the album did come out as as a, as a body of work because the the impact of that was just brilliant like the response was uh, it was oh it was just brilliant man it was like a huge relief Yeah. huge relief yeah, yeah. you know and uh, you know people were going crazy I'm, i mean i've seen some crazy people saying some mad, they were just <laughs> like they were just saying yeah yeah like fucking yeah, now you know what time it is you know i was yeah, yeah that was that was what that was like us and yeah and then you guys and when i heard your podcast and that you guys the way you responded was how thousands of people responding and i was just yeah, like yeah. it was a relief but it, it was good it was good to hear your pod- podcast because i was actually getting to be part of someone's real reaction yeah i was hearing it yeah should we, let, let's talk about some of the things yeah, so i remember yeah. when, let's do it <laughs> i remember when uh, so we're here and there 
that started and then i remember one of you made a comment about the bass I, I, you you said it really quietly though somebody said it right, get the bass the bass and i was like oh fuck's sake i was like i was like why did that other guy tell me to hear this podcast yeah and then i remember like and then i was listening and you guys were listening to you was liking the song and then um and then you was trying to like decipher oh, yeah. you was trying to like work things out where this was from or where we that tried. we tried and i was like no no no, I was like, no, 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 this guy. And then uh, I was just like, no. And then I remember then after that, click that, be kicking it comes on. And the first thing is when the guy speaks, um, you know, that the guy with the, the accent, you guys thought it was Scarface. And he was like, oh, where's that from Scarface? I'm like, no. You said that. I said that. I, said that. I was like, no. I was like, Scarface? What, you don't know Tony Montana's voice? I was like, that ain't Tony Montana. You know, and then so that then I was like, nah, these guys don't know, man. Then um, and then I think you know, and then yeah, you know that. You guys are saying, yeah, that's a sample. I'm like, okay, I ask four of you right now. That's a sample. <laughs> Tell me where. Tell me where. Yeah, we felt like it. <laughs> I'll oh, take you right now. You ain't never gonna find that riff in the world because I made that. Okay. Um. We apologize. We apologize. Don't even no 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 no. I'm don't even dare apologize because I'm not like I'm not pissed about that at all. I'm just trying to. I want to. I just want you to know because you guys were wondering where I'm telling you where. So this is actually interesting. We'd like to do this. Yeah 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 yeah. I remember that that flute thing. So you you guys got that wrong, and then um and then there was like and then the beat. What what did you guys think the beat was? Click that, we're kicking it. You, what did you, what, what were you saying? Like, honestly, I don't Yo, honestly, I don't, that episode the other yeah, day. yeah, yeah. I, sometimes it's did just you say, the, did the you say something talking. about something about deep cover or something? Nah, nah, I don't think we yeah, said that. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, because like you know, the, I, the, you know, those those keys are bass, it's all played, you know, like it's like obviously, I take a lot of pride in that, and then mm-hmm. and then I remember, and then we go on to. This is it, another one. So I'm listening to your guys' reaction. So you was loving it, but obviously you'd heard click the click track. And I remember the you know the, the duet song, uh, it ain't legal. And yeah. I remember you guys really liking that song. But you know that guitar thing, you guys thought it was the sting thing. Ah oh, yeah, the sting thing. That was me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. No, that was actually me playing that on a MIDI Damn, keyboard. Bro. Wow. That was me okay. playing that on a so what I did was I got influence from the NAS track. Like yeah, where, yeah, yeah, that sampled yeah. Sting though. No? Yeah, yeah, he sampled yeah. Sting. So you thought it was that. It, these so, are totally different, totally yeah, different yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Diff- it's, it's not that. I played that on the on MIDI, and then I got my mate who plays guitar. I got him to add elements to it, so I had my own original riff. Okay, okay, but okay. you guys thought it was that, and it, it, it actually, reminded us of that. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, yeah. Right, See, yeah. reminding you. <laughs> we Reminding you is the right terminology. Yeah, you can say, yeah, oh, yeah. that reminds me of that, but it wasn't actually actually, actually that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, then, and then I remember hearing the reaction to Bodley and you guys. Oh, I'm glad oh, you guys read that. was crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm really good. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked that because that was, that track, that beat was actually made for Daljeet. Mm. And um, and uh, it had his vocal on there and everything. And, uh, and then uh, I played it to God and I was like, maybe we should have some, something like this on the album and he's like can i just have that beat <laughs> <laughs> bold and, and, and he's like oh, come on man let me like let me have that beat. i was like i can't give you that beat man and he's like 
come on, man, just give me that beat. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, was like I was like, I'll make another one for the Jeep. Then and I just, yeah. so I get on the beat and then we made the song. And you know, you know, one cool part of that song, you know, when he says that, uh, gotta be, gotta be, gotta be, mm-hmm. he's only a true school now that I would have had that beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously I'm from Derby. So yeah. we were actually, so he had the verses, but he didn't have the bullies written yet. And we were going to record that. And I was like, God, yeah, but how are you going to record this? You haven't actually wrote the bully on yet. The bully parts, the, you know, the barbe, barbe and all that. Yeah. yeah? Right. yeah. He's like, oh, God, he's like, <laughs> so he's like, so I was like, should we go for a walk? So we went for a walk. And as we were walking and, um, and he goes, your body will check this. And we're walking and he's like, because we actually were going for a walk. <laughs> That's crazy. We were crazy. going for a walk. So he so he he said that because we were really going for yeah, a walk. Actually, yeah, actually. Yeah. We were actually walking, so that's why he wrote that. Man, the guy's got some crazy that's skills, crazy. man. And then he just called out Garby out of nowhere and was like, alright, that rhymes yeah. with Darby. <laughs> and he just rhymed it and I was like, shit, you're actually telling the truth. We're already going for a walk. <laughs> that's why he said that. And then he and then uh, and then he wrote the other one all on the walk. And we got back and then we just recorded it. Like, you know, that was that was really, really that's sick. Insane. And then uh, this is some gold. Yeah. And then I remember yeah. the Jua the Jua track, the Jua track, yeah. And then mm, you guys were hustle, right? Yeah, it's a hustle. Yeah, it was actually called Juafers, and um, yeah, you guys, you guys were like not sure about that because you wasn't used to hearing that sound from me. It was new, yeah. Because and you guys thought it was like a, it reminded you of SB. Because what I tried to do with that song was I tried to you know like the the younger guys how they're using splice and samples and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna go and splice and get that kind of stuff. I'm just gonna play my own. Mm. I'm gonna play it from scratch. I remember even talking to SB, I go, I made one track that sounds like the whole splice shit. And, um, <laughs> I remember, and um, but I actually played all that stuff, you know? So I, it, I was, I played it and then I added my, my kind of beats and my, the way I do my drums and stuff and my percussion to that, to give me something unique, you know? So I was like, you know, that's how that yeah, happened. I, I was really though, happy. After that time, like, that's probably one of the standout tracks for me now. Because the more I listened to it, I was like, fuck, this track is actually... It's deep. It's actually sick. It's deep. Because because um, it, it, it's like you get something new from it. Yeah. And there's, there's, a, there's, you know, there's a lot of depth in that song. And uh, yeah, you know, it's one of my favorites. Playing actually, it in your car is yeah. the number one thing. Like yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. understand so much more. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I think, and then after that one, what was it like? Uh, after that, it's Ford. Ford. Yeah, you guys like Ford. Um, uh, yeah. And you guys didn't know, like, you know, I played the the Tabula Torki live on that song. Um, the Tumbi like I played day. live. Yeah, of course. And you guys were trying to work out. You guys were trying to work out that Tumbi is, is it some Sadiq. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Overanalyzing the tracks over here. Yeah. Was there anything that and we got, right? I remember on here and there, you were trying to work out that Tumbi. You were trying yeah. to work it out. I was like, nah, man. And then I remember on uh, yeah, so on on Ford, yeah, I played all that. The Badja, I played that that, that Badja. I played that myself, you know. And uh, there was a decently like, you know, and uh, I don't remember much. Yeah, I remember you guys really liking the song, obviously. And uh, I think we were saying is it gives us Juni vibe. Right? Juni, yeah. No, yeah. we we thought. It, oh like, yeah. The way the way he sang the the song, mm-hmm. it was giving us Manmohan Wadis vibes too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's mad that you said that. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be on that song. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, I seen that picture. I was like, yo, 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what happened to that? That, pic- that picture was because of the, that song. The mm. Karun went to see. So Karun goes, I'm going to get my mobile from this song. And uh, and it's mad how you lot said that because then he went to see him to get him on the song and he was like, look, this whole farmer thing that's going on, I don't want to release no songs. Mm. Oh, okay, makes sense. So so he, and, and he goes, look, when when it all when this gets resolved then I'll be on it because kind of like, I can't wait till then I've got to get my yeah. shit done. Mm-hmm. So but yeah he was meant to be on that song. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Oh that was crazy. Yeah yeah that was an extra shalab. Um you know that one having Harbin on there you know that was a a, a really cool thing for me because I'm a huge fan of him. Mm. So that was that was just wicked. I'm, you know, I was really happy when Garden said he wants to get Hardman on on a track. It was just sick, you know. And um, anyway, I did feel the flavor. That one, yeah, 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 man. Like, I was really. I remember you guys really reacted well. I remember you guys were just like, by this point, you were just like, what the hell is this? Album? Like, <laughs> yeah. You guys were like, I remembered like you was just like, yo, you guys, just, you, know, like, you know, I mean, people who ain't heard the podcast they can go back and hear it like it was just mad it was really interesting and I was, I was glad you liked that because I really had to make sure I wanted to bring that real hip hop shit to that I wanted that I wanted this whole album to have a lot of the hip hop flavor in there fused with the Punjabi sound so that so that when you want a real dose of some real hip hop shit right. with Punjabi you can put this album on I gotta say a lot uh, of people were unsure because they're like yo Karnaja and True School like this pairing maybe doesn't make sense right but um, the way you did it, I think it suited him perfectly. Like yeah, he got into his desi groove, and then yeah. at the same time, you went more like hip hop on it, and it made sense. Yeah. But a lot of people were like, "Yo, we're not sure." You know, you know, yeah, they were thinking that, but then obviously, then when they heard it, then yeah, like, okay. And I mean, Garden, I, I his show last night in Birmingham. Mm. You know, he was sounding really dissy on these songs as well on stage. So he, yeah, he's showing that he can do that. I remember, yeah, because which is the one on, on uh, the duet song with Gurlaj, you was like, yo, he's doing, he's doing like the Musayala thing on this one. I remember I you guys saying that. I felt like that. Because, <laughs> because, because God, Garden is capable of doing that. Mm. He's capable and he, sh- and he showed that. And I think one of my favorite songs I've ever made is 80 Degrees. Okay. That was different. And I remember you guys were really, so, yeah, and you guys, you guys really liked that song. And I was like, I was so glad because I feel like I remember you guys saying you've not heard anything like that before. No. no and I, and and I'm glad you said that because I've heard people trying to use R&B vocals in Punjabi songs and they got a dolky in the back of some stupid shit. <laughs> what are you what are you doing like, you know yeah. or like uh, they get Punjabi girls trying to sound like Kali and they don't they just mm, sound like Punjabi yeah. girls trying to sound black and I'm like yeah. just don't do that leave it alone. Yeah. Tips and if you want to sing R and B, if you want to sing R and B, you've got to be able to sing it just like the R and B singers out there, you know, which is mainly black people. If you want to yeah. sing it like a black person, you know, why why am I going to want to hear you sing it when I can just go on here? I can go and listen to the. I'm not going to say any artist name. People go on Google, but like you know, it's like I just don't get that. But then we actually got Amal on there, and she's a she's a professional R and B. Because she's actually got loads of song, tracks out, and she's got like a major deal. Yeah. She's actually, uh, you know, she's. It looks like she's going to break through. I mean, she just killed it, you know. And then putting Garden with that, it was just like it was a crazy you know, mix. 
Yeah, the first time it, we heard it, remember it, guys? It was like, what the fuck? Yeah, we were like 2000s yeah. R&B. That's what yeah. just like, what, what just happened? Yeah, no, yeah, that's what you got show. wrong. Yeah, you got that wrong. It's not 2000s R&B. It's 90s R&B. Okay. Not 2000s. <laughs> that sound, Yo, yeah, I fuck that, up the years no, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like it's nineties because obviously, like you know, it's a long time ago. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And um, you know, and I think, but that song I was—that is one of my favorite songs I've ever made because I've always been into the R and B soul, stroke soul, really. Because mm. R and B is a bit more—that's more. Yeah, that's more, that's some, kind of something else. But like, you know, I'm really glad that song was. And then the last song, "Ask About Me," oh you know, and the reaction that you guys had was—I was laughing. <laughs> we had because, to pause the song. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. You, I think, I think you did. You rewind it. Or we some paused shit? it. We paused it. it. Yeah. And and, yeah, and I was yeah. like, yo, please don't let it beep and dub in the door. I'm gonna lose it because it had that vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. When yeah. the beat dropped and it was, oh, we. Went I'll tell you what happened. See, the way that got made, I can tell you quite a bit about that. But I remember, like, I remember, see. I would have preferred the album to get released to have got released with that, but but not with the video that it ended up having because mm. that was kind of rushed to be honest. Right. You know, I feel like the video was kind of rushed, but I would have loved like you know we put throw the intro out and then ask about me's out and he's got a crazy video with it. I, yeah. I would have wanted to come out like with that just a nasty kind of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I remember when Garden made this, I had the beat, I had that ball and everything going, and when Garden made. Uh, the song for it I was like are you sure Garden you know not about this one and he's like trust me trust me you know and um, I'm just glad that yeah, I just uh, you know I'm really glad the way everything turned out so yeah I'm really proud also, of that does that rule hold true the last track is your favourite track um, it, it, it definitely used to be uh, that rule and then until back to basics where I didn't pick that track order Daljeet did uh. Okay. So if it otherwise I would have had Junni last because Junni was my favorite or Dra- and Drak and then uh, but then again then I carried on doing that and then uh, with uh, I thought Ask About Me was going to be my favorite hence why I put it last but now I just I'm like I, you know that I, I like I'm so happy with a lot of the songs on the album mm-hmm. so it's like but yeah obviously it's easy I could easily say that was my favorite but there's but I got other favorites on there too. But it, 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 it came out it, it ended with a nice bang you know like yeah. and that was a real and that voice note that was a real voice note from Garden to me um, okay oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 where where I sent him one of the songs I don't know which song it was and he's like uh, boy you're gonna listen to this in 10 minutes like you know <laughs> yeah. like that was him really telling me I'm, I'm gonna check this in 10 minutes yeah. and I was just like I just put it and then, and, and if you listen really carefully, uh, I've got like I've got uh, Khabib and they're saying, "Tell me, yeah. tell me," right at the end, and I've got yeah. that just looping like some crazy. St- and then you know that that um, that little mini documentary thing we made called uh, the what was it called Vibe Check? Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. Okay. We, where Gardens was talking about BTFU before it came yeah, out, yeah. and then you know at the start, Gardens like right there when he's pointing at the camera. I've actually took Garden's voice and I've got him right at the end of Ask About Me saying right there. And I've got and and I've got Khabib going, tell me, tell me. Like, just, <laughs> yeah, just, really listen, like, just listen to it. It's like kind of just funny. And then one of my one of my friends um, called Kuli, he noticed and he goes, 
did you take that right there from Gunner's documentary and stick it in the end of the <laughs> I was like, how did you hear that? You know, oh, like, that's crazy. It's this funny, like, funny details, you know. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that, that's a, a little summary of BTFU. Yeah. No, uh, you know, we were actually laughing about it. Uh, you know, we did the the review. The Apniyaj class lagni. If if we were listening to the podcast together right now, I'd be putting yeah. you up on so many things. That, that's not right. That's not right. That's not. No, you are wrong. I'd be saying, you know, I'd be saying so many things. But yeah, if there's any questions about that, you can you, know, you can ask me or about any tracks or whatever. Did we get anything right? I don't think we did. Right? <laughs> no. Don't the only thing you got you. right. Was, the only thing you got right was the way you liked the songs. That's what it is. I was joking. I'm joking. No. <laughs> no, but how, how did you feel working with Karen and comparing it to, let's say, Doji or even Ashok Prince or other vocalists that you worked with? What's kind of been your standout experience? Ka- because Karen's a writer, mm. so everything was like on speed. So it's like, yo, when you work with a vocalist, like. you know oh we need a song like this ha mera writer na gal kar ma or writer ki kanda wo kanda kalu kos pe juga and then the next day on a paste tha nahi kanda badi ni gal par oh kalu fer paste tha then you'll be like acha ah hook line pe jiya nahi ah badi ni gal main unu fer kar da you see yeah, you yeah. see this process yeah, to get yeah, one yeah. song and then you'll be like ah gana theek hai chalo main unu kanda fer baaki complete kar de so be, and i'm like with garden is like god we need a song like this Yo, fuck, you're right it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It's really like that. You know, you know Sharab, like yeah. the Sharab song. He's like, "Yo, I got this one hook line, yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I go, "You know, Karan, when are you going to write that?" I'll tell you what, we'll go for a walk and then fuck it, I'll write it now. And then he, <laughs> he wrote the, he wrote all the verses for Sh- no, he wrote Sharab the whole song actually in 20 minutes. That's fucked up. That's man. so that's crazy. Cool. That's retarded. That's that's skill. That, that's, that's talent. They call him Git on the machine. Yeah. So we knew we needed a like a pangra kind of tall kind of song. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, Karan, when are we gonna get that tall song? You, well, you make karna, you tell me karna. He's like this, and then he was like, Chal me hone karna na fir, and then he's like, da 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 da. Yeah. He actually is a Git on the machine. He really yeah. is. Like, so that is so cool to have the singer, who is the writer as well. Because you can, it's like, oh, oh, we need this. Yeah, I'll do that right now. It's like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really, talent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, when he wrote 80 Degrees, all these songs, they were just written off the cuff. He was like, God, can you write? You know, because we had a different song on there first, and then he was like, I was, then I was like, should we get rid of this one? He's like, so I'm not going to let like another. You know what I mean? Then he's like, yeah, I'm going to let it. Yeah, really. Cool. So that's really wicked. That's one of the best things. about working with Garden compared to other singers I've worked with. Yeah, and we were just listening to the Dips episode today about back to basics and how you guys oh, made that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool, cool, cool. And congratulations uh, on that. 10 year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be November 10, 1st. 10 years. Yeah, two two days time is going to be a what is 30 is today, October. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, two days going to be 10 years just really coincidental. You know, like when you know people are saying like it's one of the best albums of all time on earth. that's the you know you got to be really appreciative got to be grateful if, if any human being is saying that about something you made especially when somebody like dips who's got like a yeah. like hundreds of encyclopedia <laughs> thousands yeah. and thousands of albums and mm-hmm. he's saying out of all them thousands I put yours in like one of the top 
Yeah. It's crazy. It's fucked up. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The best sound bite from that interview. <laughs> true school is the true school. <laughs> <laughs> He actually really said that. Fucking <laughs> jokes. Because they were like, "Don't use true school, man." Because I, I used to be kind of like uh, quite difficult to. Yeah, we we remember that. <laughs> and and he was just like. And he goes, no, no, I'll get you this guy. I'll get that like, named famous guy. He goes, yeah. no, the true school is the true school. That's what <laughs> he actually said that to the label. He's like, that's who I want. He goes, I want, I want that guy, and that's that's who he's going to be. To be <laughs> honest, like we feel Back to Basics launched the G. I mean, yeah, put him on the. No, yeah. he was on the map. He was on the map, but yeah. like. It was a different. It was a different type of map. Back to basics. It was a different type of map. That was like that was like a new Daljeet. That was like a Daljeet that ne- nobody knew existed. Yeah. yeah. And he his whole after that after back to basics his whole way of working and the way he started uh, sounding changed, which yeah. he which he which he open he says openly, yeah. you know like what what is noticeable anyway. You can see yeah, exactly. you know, the vocals just. Uh, it, it, his confidence went really up. He was like, "Yo, I'm capable of, you know, when he can sing him songs like Drakt as well." And then on the other side, he's got Bodhi Rath from the same album. Ranjan, Ranjan, and then you know you got Bandabotal, especially. I mean, you look how he sounds on Bandabotal, and I think he was just like he. I think he and and Junni as well, and he, they, you know, he sound he sounded so different on all the songs. It it made him realize that you know what, I'm very I'm a very capable vocalist. It made him re- realize that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. You brought a really different side of him, and he is. What After he is that, now. he's been crazy. He's on a he's been on a crazy streak. Well, to to my next point, is there another <laughs> True School album? We've we've always again, we've made we we always had attempts at it. We had we've got songs and stuff done, you know, not completed. Loads of ideas laid down, and then it just it would never just like it would never get it done. And it's like so we've spoke about it again. Like we, You know, we need to do an album now, especially after the whole back to basics that this mm-hmm. been ten years. So we want to do one, but it's like, you know, it's about getting the right material. And the big, the main thing with me is like, if I'm going to make, you know, JK's album or Dilgis or whatever, I've got to make sure I'm not taking too long to make mm-hmm. them as well. So, we, you know, it's it's unpredictable because right, like. Me and Dalji could just sit down and be like, "Come on, let's let's do this then," and we could just do it, you know. Yeah. All right, yo, let's switch from the digital to the live world, bro. Yeah. So, Surinder Shinda live in full effect. Holy, we tried to record that shit like four or five times. Yeah. Came out. <laughs> We're wondering, like, yo, they're gonna come out with a digital copy. We can download the show, but did, so you guys probably didn't. Did did you have any access or any way to try and listen to, to it? We had to like VPN get onto British. Uh, like stream it because they actually had the stream going did they have uh, the stream going oh, so not cool. live but like after the show uh, and then and it. that's how we kind of saw it but me and love you are big surinder shinda fans yeah and uh so yo how did that come about like that idea oh that was um because the true school live man um that's that's a band that i started in 2014 um Brit we Asia. Remember, I remember at least the Bobby Friction session you had. You had the yeah, Bobby Friction page. Was that yeah, live band? Yeah. That yeah, that that but that was us me and my friends doing a live thing but it wasn't okay. officially called the True School Live band. That that became an official thing when Brit Asia and Movie Box did the the uh the Jeep tours mm. uh featuring 
the True School Live Band. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. and then, then it's just it's just it's been a thing ever since. So, with the True School Live Band, we try to we you know we try to specialize in doing tours and just doing top 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 notch performances. You know, we only try and we don't try and do like no mediocre stuff. We we try to do like the best of the best, and it's like, and then the Surinder Shinda concert again. That was with Brit Asia. We was just like, you know. Let's let's get the let's let's do another true school live band show, me me and my band and it was just like, you know, who should we get? Sinda Shinda was the person we thought let's do it with him, and let's do a folk, let's do a folk uh, concert, and um, and then we we, yeah, we did that and that that's probably my most favorite ever live gig I've ever performed in, ever. That Are was, we gonna get anything in Canada? So, so. So then the Shinda wanted to do it in Canada, but it's it's not it's really expensive because if you're gonna if you want that in Canada, you're gonna have to get pay for all the guys and then you're gonna have to get their flights and hotel. It's really expensive, man. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, and they they wanted to make it happen and then COVID hit. And that was it. And then uh, but people still are talking about doing that. We could do that. If I mean, if look, if, the, if there's a promoter in Canada that, that wants to do it, then all they got to do is get in contact. And then, um, and if the if every if all the numbers are right, then we can do that. We can do that. Yeah, I was gonna say you kind of started your career in Punjabi music with PNP in a way. Um, I didn't start, but he was one of my earliest. Uh, one of the earliest people I recorded with, like so. I, I, I did record on one album with a couple of guys. I, don't, I won't mention which album that was, but that recording didn't go that well because my playing, uh, I was, it was mainly Thumbi recording and I wasn't playing it that good, but they used a little bit here and there and they didn't credit, credit me for that, which is fine, it's cool. Yeah. And then um, and then uh, I, repl- I played Thor on a couple of things, but then Punjab BMC was my first, so switch it. So I actually played on the Thor's Gilda album first, <laughs> Yeah, but that didn't. But but switching ended up getting released before George Gilda. So switching, um, yeah. So that was the first time my name was out on 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 a on a cassette and CD. Yeah, I played the Dumbi Tabla Dolki on switching on the Ranjit Money song, uh, Bear, and then the Manik one Jugni Yarandi. Yeah. And, uh, and then on the Dolj Gilda album, I played on the Tabla Dolki on Kuriyan Punjabiya and Kodi as well. Yeah. Um, and then I just carried on. So I, was, I had But how so did that much... even happen? Like PMC is, I don't want to say peak, but he's at a super high level at that point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, of course he was at, you know, Monday at the Bachke and yeah, all exactly. that. Come out, you know, that's what I, I met PMC uh, about three weeks before Monday at the Bachke came out. Yeah. And uh, and I was with him ever since for years. Okay. So you kind uh, of joined his like live setup. Is that how it worked? No, no, no. We were just friends, and then okay, okay. on the basis that I was a musician, and then I was going to be working on his songs as a musician. And I, you know, we spent a, I spent countless amount of amounts of days with that guy. You know, over the years, like you know, I'd be with him for hours and hours. You know, I'd travel down. I spent a lot, a lot of time with PMC over the years, and we, used, you know, we used to clash though. We used to definitely get into a lot of arguments, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, like so, yeah. So as a musician on his tracks, and then I even went on tour with him as a, as his Donnelly at one point when Monday at the Bachke went mainstream, 
you know, it's like, so I spent a lot of time with PMC, but you know, you know, those, those, those recordings I did with him, like, you know, there's almost, they were almost like science projects. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was some crazy, really some crazy shit, man. Cause he's just the, he's actually, he actually really is a genius. And, and, and I mean, so he's probably, yeah, on the, he's, he's on the verge of being insane. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a mad. And then, and then I'm a bit, I'm not all there myself. So when me and him are together, there's a lot of, there's a lot of clashing going on between me and him. <laughs> so basically the rapid fire, we like to do this with like our guests. I think we only had yep. three so far. So um, you're the, okay. the fourth one. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two options and you have to choose which one like you would, per you would prefer. Okay. All right. So the first one, I'm going to start it off. It's uh, represent or word is born. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say represent, but now I'm saying where it's born. So I think that's both really. What changed it? Because <laughs> uh, because it, it's the first one, you know, it's the first one, and it, just for that reason. But I always, I always, I was always like happier with rep. Not happier, like represent just had a bit was a bit more aggressive, but then where it's born had a bit more variety, maybe. Yeah. Right, so I guess we got the answer. All right, the second one is uh, PMC or Sukhshinder Shinda, like producer. Oh, that's no. I can't <laughs> because PMC gives you something uh, that only he can give, but then Sukhshinder Shinda gives you something that only he can give. So, like, they both bring something brilliant. So it's like having just one. And not having the other, it, that doesn't yeah. complete the thing. That it's That's not true. complete. It's not complete. We'll take it. We'll take that as an answer. <laughs> if you we'll said, an if you said like a producer that was similar to them two, then I could easily. If you said a producer similar to PMC, I'd say PMC. If you said a producer similar to Shinda, I'd say Shinda. But because of the, yeah. <laughs> but, but those two, they bring something. You, they're different from each other, and they're and they're equally as good. Too good. All right, so the, the third one is Mahundi Ma or Saba Tarla. I know you like both of those albums like dearly, and it's very hard for you to pick. But did one of you guys write this like a review or or, or when the Gabriel Punjab the album came out years ago? No, no, no. we we weren't. No, because no. we were kids. Because that somebody said something like this then. Um, um, seem. Have you ever seen the Bruce Lee films like Fist of Fury and Enter the Dragon? Yeah. Because those two albums remind me like Fist of Fury is like Sabah Tarla and Mahondi Amaz is like Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Enter the Dragon blew up and just was like iconic. And Fist of Fury was a bit more raw. That's like Sabah Tarla is a bit more raw. Mahondi Amaz is just like just an iconic album. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but really the my honest answer would be 50 50 but but when you want something a bit more raw you get Sabah the Tarla a little bit more raw because it was like it was made a, it was made a year before so it was a bit more raw yeah our uh, second season's artwork is sort of uh inspired inspired by that album yeah. <laughs> um, okay uh the, another one is that Diego Maradona or Lionel Messi. I know you like both. Oh, that, you're asking you some horrible questions, man. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm telling you, you're asking like 
the answers are always 50-50 on these ones. Hard on it, on purpose. <laughs> I feel like it's not really fair to keep comparing, uh, to keep saying Maradona's better than Messi because the way that Messi keeps carrying on and on the, at this level, it's yeah. not, it's not it's really, really fair. That's like saying Messi can never overtake Maradona. So if Messi carries on playing like this for another three years, it's that's not human. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a World Cup away from me. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a loyal Maradona guy, but then that's, I, that's not fair to say Messi's not slightly better. I think it's not fair to say that. But for me, that they're both they're equal to me. But I think if Messi keeps playing like this for another couple of seasons, you're gonna have to say he is the goat. All right. That's it. All right. <laughs> I didn't actually answer the question though, did I? The last one is um, Malkit Singh or Balvinder Safri. Obviously, I'm going to Balvinder Safri. Balvinder Safri. I like both of them. I like, well, I, I, you know, I'm a massive fan of both of them. But uh, Safri, I just had a real connection with his music, like a really strong one. Because it brought you back too, right, into Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and when he came out, that's when I got back into Punjabi music again. Because yeah. um, I was into it, you know, uh, I was into the UK bands like Abhinasinghe and the DCS and everything, Azad and stuff like that. But then when it started sounding a bit Westernized, I stopped listening to it. And then Safri, Dipa, these guys, they pulled me back into, as a young person, you know, into back into Punjabi music, where Malkit, he was there when I was listening to the Aparas and Geets and all that. Yeah. So he was part of that era. True. So Safri, so, you know, so I was very young when they were up. And then up, but then Safri was like, you know, you're a bit, little bit older. And then it was like, yo, it was, so you, you, you kind of comprehend it in a different way. You know, I'm going to echo it once again. Um, today we had butterflies, man. All day I woke up, I was like, "Oh shit, today's the day." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my iWatch actually, my Apple Watch gave me like notifications. Yo, your heart rate's up, man. Chill out. The radio, so, that's my. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you, like the magnitude of the love that we have for you. It's yeah. crazy. Um, Sunny said it. Ladi said it. I'm saying it now, man. Um, keep doing your thing. Um, you always have us. No, I appreciate it. No, I really, really appreciate it. Like I said, I, you know, really, oh, I heard your guys, that podcast on the BTFU. I, mean, I was just like, I was like, yeah, man, these these these, these guys are okay, man. These guys are good. <laughs> you know, Wrong. No, no, I appreciate it. I, I, I appreciate that, you know, I appreciate, like, you know, I can see the respects there. I really appreciate that, you know, honestly. Grateful for that, grateful. Grateful to have you, bro. Um, yeah. I think with that, Bunga Heads are out. Yep. Yeah, to sign it off. All right. Yeah, man. Cool, man. Thanks, man. <laughs>